Welcome to episode 87 of the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. This episode is the Christmas special. And what is in this beautifully wrapped package of an episode that we're going to be opening together on this Christmas morning? If you are listening to it on Christmas morning, that is. We've got Christmas songs. We've got the airing of grievances. Yes, we've also got a little bit about the Krampus in this episode. This this episode is a virtual cornucopia of holiday goodness right in time for Christmas. Let me give you a disclaimer before we get started, though. I understand not everyone celebrates Christmas, and this episode is not any kind of push to get anyone to celebrate Christmas or to push any kind of religious belief on anyone at all, ever, no Christmas in the United States is primarily supposed to be a kind of religious holiday. After all, Christmas is a Christian feast day celebration of the birth of Christ, which the Catholic Church set as December 25th in the 4th century. That was to coincide with the date of the winter solstice of the Roman calendar, which was on December 25th. Besides the early Christians kind of taking these pagan holy days and changing them into feast days or religious Christian holidays. And they were very fond of doing that in those ancient times. The date of December 25th was chosen because that was when the winter solstice was, which was the shortest day of the year. And every day after that day would get longer. It would stay light a little bit longer. So Jesus came into the world on the shortest, darkest day, And from the day onward of Jesus' birth, the light would increase day by day. Get it? Yeah. Jesus was bringing the light of salvation to the world. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Wasn't Lucifer or the devil known as the light bringer? It's kind of confusing. I'm starting to wonder, are Jesus and the devil kind of the same thing in some ways, right? I mean, they were both the bringers of light. That makes Christmas kind of a satanic holiday, doesn't it? Satan's mass. Satan's miss. I'm down with it. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I would say in my views, the way I kind of look at things, I'm much more a fan of pagan Yule or Yuletide stuff rather than the Christian interpretation and reformulation of that holiday from its pagan roots. But overall, and this is kind of my whole point, what do I love about Christmas? Why do I celebrate Christmas? For me, Christmas is a time of light, of friends, of family, being around people that I love, and things that I love right around kind of the darkest and coldest time of the year. Uh, and presents. Oh, I, I like presents. Yes, I really do like presents. In fact, and don't tell her this, but I do know my wife got me at least one of Clive Barker's Books of Blood from the series, the Books of Blood series, for Christmas this year. Yep, uh, Merry Satansmas to me. Thank you to my wife. So if you do celebrate Christmas in some way, happy Christmas, happy holiday to you. If you don't, happy day to you. And may you enjoy the day in whatever way you see fit. And I hope that is by doing something that you love and hopefully with someone you love. Though COVID has really put a stop to being with those that we love this holiday season this year, 2020. So on that note, I do want to start this one off with a little bit of a sad song. The band is Lousy Advice, and they are Shelby, Eric, and Jake. This song is called I Won't Be Home for Christmas, and here it is. There will be 
Don't really mean to start off on such a sad note for what is supposed to be kind of a joyous day, but you know what? It is the reality of Christmas for so many people this year that they're not going home for Christmas to be with family and loved ones and friends and that kind of thing. I just want to say this. I hope you are all handling this really shitty situation that we're in with quarantine and COVID. I hope you're getting through it okay. It's so fucking depressing not being able to spend the holidays with family and friends and the people that you love. But we do have the ability to talk long distance via our, you know, Jetsons video phones. In other words, Zoom, FaceTime, Discord, so many similar ways that we do have to keep in touch. At least we have that. And that keeping in touch with family and especially friends has helped me out quite a bit when I've been feeling blue lately during the holiday season and speaking of friends, well, here's Krusty's Christmas Corner coming right up for you. This is the new monthly Bobcast segment from Michael Krusty, Canada's finest dude and the person with the best taste in music north of Niagara Falls. Here is Krusty's Corner. Michael Krusty and you are in Krusty's Corner on I Want to Party with Bob the Bobcast. How is everybody doing? How is everybody doing? I hope you're all got your beers. I hope you're all drinking your beers. I, I Bob never tells me what he's going to be drinking for the episode, so I just have to guess. I'm going to I'm going to take a wild guess and say he's drinking a pale ale today. That's my guess. I have no clue. I, however, am drinking coffee. Yep, I'm drinking coffee. 
It's about 3 a.m. on this December cold, cold day in Canada, and uh, we were about to go again into lockdown here, and uh, I don't know what I'm going to do for the month of January. It is going to be very depressing. I'm going to be shoveling a lot of snow. That's probably about it. That's probably about it. But uh, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about what I am into, what I am thinking about, what I'm doing right now. And what I'm doing right now is I have been working on a video basically once a week since probably May with uh, Mikey and his uke. I have partnered with Mikey Hodden. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but if you're not, you must check this out. We uh, we basically have been doing uh, quarantine covers uh, weekly punk bands uh, we would get different people together and we would get them to play some parts and and you know they send in the video and uh, I am the one who edits all the video together and uh, for the final product I'm sure you've heard of this I mean they're everywhere people are tons of people are doing them now um, we started in May we've done quite a few of them and if you listen closely in the background you'll hear a different a couple of songs that we have done throughout the summer uh we've had different uh different people come out and uh join us for the songs uh for the most part uh darren pfeiffer on the drums he's from uh goldfinger and punk rock karaoke as well as uh mikey hodden from the fairmonts he's uh, a toronto toronto guy over here i know him uh, fairly well uh, he uh, he plays guitar on every song, and he's the one who introduces the song on the ukulele at first. He's the one who kind of started this all off. Uh, once quarantine first started, he was you know he's a, a local musician, and uh, he just missed playing the stage, missed performing. So he started recording some songs on his ukulele with a little video and posting them, and then it kind of grew and grew and grew. And he did 100 songs and videos in 100 days, which is is just crazy to think about uh i've been doing videos all summer as well and and they are no easy task getting everyone together getting the mixes together uh mind you he he was doing mostly ukulele and vocals and then he would get some other vocals and it kind of grew from there and as he started growing he also uh his team grew so he uh he had his friend dean who's a, a drummer in his band he has a mikey has a a, a side project a tribute band for acdc called amy dc if you're in the the G GTA once shows are a thing again you should definitely check them out they are super fun so his friend Dean started helping him out with a lot of the artwork and the early videos as well as some drumming on those early days and then uh, things kept growing and growing and growing and now the team is uh, uh, Mikey and Dean as well as Darren uh, Darren is uh, I would say the artist relation guy he's the guy who uh, who knows a lot of the uh, punk rockers well, I mean we all we all kind of do now we uh, a lot of people we've gotten for these things are through uh, friends of friends or just, uh, you know, sending a message out. Just send a random message out. Hey, do you want to be a part of Mikey and Zook series? I want to say 95% of the people that have replied or been a part of it uh, have been uh, excited to do so because really there's nothing else to do. And uh, when you're a creative type like myself, you just, you need to be creative in any way possible. And if you're not touring and you're not doing any of that, you're just sitting at home bored, why not? Why not? Why not do a cover? You know. So uh, that's uh, that's uh, how uh, Darren got involved, and then uh, myself. Uh, I am the video guy. I also do a, pr a preliminary uh, 
a mix. We'll pick a song. Mikey usually has a, a song idea of what he wants to do. He's the he's the main guy. It's his thing. You know, we 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 rock out suggestions too. But he does his thing, which is cool. He he has great taste. He loves all the same bands I do. So I'm happy with that. You know, he'll pick a song and he'll say, "Oh, let's get uh, Darren to do this song." For instance, Darren will record the the song to a click on the drums. He'll Darren will send me the track. I will mix the drums and then I will send it out to the bass player, whoever that bass player is for that particular song. The bass player will record the bass part and send it back to me. I will mix the bass and the drums together, and then we send it out to the guitar players. Then we'd uh, send it out to the vocalist, and uh, they'd record their parts, and they'd send it back in, and uh, I'd uh, do a preliminary mix, and then we'd send it off to Steve Risen. And Steve Risen is a, uh, a producer, an engineer, a mixer. Uh, he's an all right guy, I guess. Hey, he's okay. I've worked with him quite a lot, so I can say that. He's done, I've, I think I talked to him, uh, talked about him in the last, uh, Crossy's Corner. He's, he's produced a lot of great albums with a lot of great bands. Uh, he's done the, uh, Flatliners. He's done, uh, The Creep Show. He's done Penske File. He's worked with, uh, The Dirty Nail. He's worked with Pup. He's worked with, uh, No Effects. He's worked with, the, the list goes on and on. He's done tons of great stuff. I've uh, actually, I've made two albums with him, and we're I think we're going to be going in for uh, another album. I'm going to be doing a couple things on a on a friend's band's album, but that's uh, that's for another Krusty's Corner, I think. Uh, so the five of us are the team, and we get it all together. And uh, once he mixes the song and he masters the song, and everyone's happy with how it sounds on the team. We, uh, I get the video, we put all the video together, we make a video, we uh, throw that video out, usually Wednesdays. And, uh, as I said, the songs are playing, so if you're, if you're interested or you're into the songs you're hearing right now, you can definitely go to uh, MikeyAndHisUke.com or you can, uh, you can go to YouTube. You can search Mikey and His Uke on YouTube and you can find different things. We've done uh, collabs with Tim from Rise Against uh, Moby's on that one too. We did uh, a, a black... A Black Flag song, uh, which was great. We did, uh, we did a Ramones cover. We've done, uh, we've done so many different covers. We've done Bad Religion. I'm looking at the list here. We've, <laughs> this is my, my little. We've done Rancid. We've done Rancid. We've done No Effects. We've done The Clash. We've we've worked with uh, lots of punk bands, uh, American, Canadian, uh, European, from all over the world. We've worked with uh, people, and we're having quite a lot of fun doing it. Uh, so that's what I'm into right now, and uh, it wouldn't be uh, the Christmas episode without me uh, doing something for Christmas. I'm, do- I'm going to play this one for Bob. I have a song from one of my favorite bands who covered one of my favorite bands, and uh, I'm going to play that for you now. Uh, the song is recorded originally in 2013 by the Anti-Queens. Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight, which is actually a Ramones cover, which we all know Ramones are one of the greatest punk bands of all time. So I thought I would I would end the, the Krusty's Corner with a Christmas song. So here you go. Here's the Anti-Queens. Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight. Peace. Merry Christmas, I don't want to fight tonight Baby, Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. 
children are tucked in their bed. Sugar plum fairies dancing in their heads. Snowball fighting is so exciting, baby. I love you. You love me. Breaking each other's hearts. Merry Christmas! I don't wanna fight tonight. Merry Christmas! I don't wanna fight tonight. Merry Christmas! I don't wanna fight tonight with you. They say that this is the best time of the year, and yet we spend it yelling in each other's ears. Work for your money and waste it on me, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you. Thank you very much, Michael Krusty, and happy Boxing Day to you, my friend. Whatever holiday it is you you Canadian people celebrate. Michael did mention beer and what kind of beer I might be drinking in Krusty's Corner, so let me answer his question. What kind of beer am I drinking as I record this Christmas special episode? Simply put, the best way to answer that question is to do the... of the episode. Yes, the beer that I'm drinking that is making my days merry and bright is the Crispy Christmas Business from Plan 9 Alehouse of Escondido, California. It's actually just called Crispy Business, but tis the season and all that. Crispy Business is a 5% alcohol by volume American lager so, Michael, you weren't that far off by guessing a pale ale, I guess? Well, let's try this crispy beer and see if it makes my bells jingle. Very crisp, very smooth. It literally the perfect lager. That is an excellent beer. Damn good for these crisp nights, crisp winter nights. Right around the holiday season at Plan 9 Alehouse. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Very good, very good. You can get the Crispy Business Lager and many more fine beers at Plan 9 Alehouse, which is located at 155 East Grand Avenue in Escondido, California. Call Plan 9 Alehouse for hours and dining options. I can say right now, due to COVID restrictions, Plan 9 is only offering takeout and delivery service. But give them a call, 760-489-8817 is the phone number, or visit Plan 9 Alehouse on the web at www.plan9alehouse.com. I'd like to take this time as well to say thank you, Plan 9 Alehouse, for everything that you have done for me. You have made my heart grow three sizes this day and every day that I have a drink of your delicious beer. Let's do another song, and then we're going to get to the airing of grievances segment of this Christmas special This next song is titled Jingle Hell, and it's by a band from Mumbai, which is on the west coast of India. Carnage Inc. or Carnage Incorporated 
is the name of that band, and damn, they are so good. Here's Carnage Inc. In the one house open sleigh Over the fields we go Laughing all the way Bells and boxes ring Making spirits bright Oh, what fun it is to sing the swings on the night Jingle bells, jingle bells Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to end In the one house open sleigh Jingle bells, jingle bells Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to end In the one house open sleigh Carnage Inc. They're gnarly. I would highly recommend that you go to www.carnageincindia.bandcamp.com and check out their record that is titled Tenebris. And holy shit, Merry Christmas to me for finding out about this band. They're fucking amazing. Really great thrash metal, which is absolutely my favorite kind of metal that just kind of you know, 80s, 90s thrash metal. It's so good. Check that band out. Links will also be up on this episode's page on the I Want to Party with Bob website. All right. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. It begins with the airing of grievances. Um, I'm sorry, there will be no feats of strength in this year's Christmas special. Also, this isn't really directed at you people. I actually kind of really like all of you people that do listen to this podcast or Bobcast. But let me tell you all the ways that some people have disappointed me over the last year. Here's the first thing. There's only a couple things, by the way. People who unfollow me on Instagram. Okay, I have an app that tells me who unfollowed me because I noticed I would get really close to a certain number of followers, right? Then that number would drop, like, out of the blue. Like, whoa, what happened? Where did all these people go? What the fuck? So I downloaded an app that tells me who unfollowed me just to kind of get an idea. What's going on? Did I post something that a bunch of people didn't like? Or I don't ever post anything controversial or weird or shitty or anything like that. 
And I don't follow people. I don't follow any MAGA people. What's the term? I curate my social media stuff very carefully because I don't want any MAGA types. I don't want anybody that posts transphobic shit. I don't want anybody that posts like anti-immigrant stuff, right-wing shit. I do keep the I Want to Party with Bob Instagram pretty clean and on the level. But there's a thing that people do, okay? They'll follow you on Instagram with the hopes of you following them back. And this is what I noticed when I downloaded that app of who was unfollowing me. And it was usually bands and other podcasts. And I'm going, oh, okay. So they're playing a game. They're trying, they'll follow me, get me to hopefully follow them back. And I usually do just out of like politeness or whatever. I think it's a courteous thing to do, right? And then after a little bit of time, they'll unfollow you. So it looks like they have way more, like say they'll have a thousand followers and they're only following like a hundred people because it makes them look good or in their minds or something like that. But it's bands and other podcasts are in the vast majority of people that do that. Sometimes it's individuals and whatever. Fuck, I don't really care. But it's the bands and other podcasts that really fucking gets to me. It's like, man, fuck you. Fuck you for playing the popularity game. That is such horseshit. And let me tell you, I was going to name names. I have a, it's all on that fucking app. It tells me exactly who has unfollowed me through the course of, I don't know, I've had it for like maybe four months or so. Because I don't care that much about it. I just wonder, like, mostly I did it for me to say, well, was was I posting kind of shitty things or something that was in some way offensive? You know, who's unfollowing me? I hope it's nobody that I care about or anything like that. You know, it's all these fucking shitty bands and shitty podcasts. And I'm sorry for saying that. And I'm not trying to put myself up on a pedestal at all and say that I'm better than them or in any way, shape or form. But it's like people playing this social media game. And that does kind of lead to another point I want to make. I hate fucking social media. I absolutely hate that I have to do it for this podcast to reach more people. Uh, Social media is fucking bullshit. It's one of the major social ills that we have in the 21st century that makes things so much worse than they have to be. So yes, first airing of grievances is people who follow then unfollow on Instagram because you're trash. Let's do a song now. Why don't we? Let's break up this Festivus miracle with a song. This song is by the band Watt Tyler of Merry Old England, and the song is called God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Kind of perfect for listening to when you're sitting around the Festivus pole. Here's Watt Tyler. Rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. For Jesus Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from when we've gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. What a fucking Christmas! What a fucking Christmas! What a fucking Christmas!
Thank you, Watt Tyler, for the song. A very lovely rendition of God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen from that imitable band of bands, Watt Tyler. Thank you. The last grievance is upon us, and that grievance is people who do not write me back when I write to them with questions. Now, we're all guilty of that. We're all guilty of not writing people back who send us emails or messages via social media or something like that. I'm talking about when I send, say, a band, a request, hey, can I use a song in this episode? Or I write somebody for an interview, something like that. All I want to say is this. Take a minute and please write back. It doesn't take very long to say, no, you can't do that. Or no, I'm very sorry, you can't do that. And a lot of people do actually do that if there's a reason that they can't talk or they can't let me use a song or something like that. But it's just a common courtesy. And yes, I do have a shit list. And no, I'm not going to name them because that would actually be pretty shitty and very unchristmas like of me, a very, very much not in the holiday spirit of me to do something like that. I do want to say one of the best rejection letters I ever got or rejection messages, basically. I will mention names here. It was Kronos from Venom, okay? And I asked to use a Venom song in the podcast. And he wrote me back and said, hey, do you understand how music licensing works and all that? And I said, well, yeah, kind of a little bit. And he kind of explained to me, yeah, you can't do that. You have to do licensing and all this. And okay, great. Well, Kronos, the son of Beelzebub, whatever he is, Kronos is a very stand-up person for someone who apparently is supposedly worships Satan. That goes back to this whole Satan's mess thing that I'm saying. Maybe we've been celebrating the wrong person's birthday for Christmas all along. I don't know. Just my thoughts. Now, again, you know, my only grievance here is if I do write to you, please do me the courtesy of writing me back. At least I know it doesn't leave me hanging. And there have been so many bands and so many people that have been worked with me so well over the last year and a half. It's truly amazing. I've met and dealt with so many truly incredible people. And the ratio of people who do not write back to the ratio of people who do write back, the people who do write back is much larger than the people who don't. But the people who don't, that's all. You know, I do have a bone to pick with you. Just write me back and say no. Okay, thank you. That's really about it for the airing of grievances. In the year 2020, there are a lot of very serious things to complain about. I mean, there were a lot of deaths from COVID that I feel could have been prevented in many very simple ways. But we're too fucked up in this country to actually handle things like adults. So... We might talk a little bit about that in the upcoming New Year's episode or kind of New Year's special. It's the best and worst of 2020 because there's a lot of both. 2020 was really a mixed bag. A lot of good happened. A lot of really bad things happened. So we'll get to that in this episode that's coming up. The best and worst of 2020. That's coming out next week. The very last week of the year that has been 2020. So that was it. The first annual airing of grievances. Why don't we listen to another song before we get to talking about the Krampus a little bit? How about a song by the band The Spook School? This song is called Someone to Spend Christmas With. And yes, this song is going to come up right before we spend a little bit of our Christmas time with the Krampus. So let's check this song out. 
authors of that book you accidentally lent me would have a thing or two to tell me if they met me face to face. I must admit that I found it kind of patronizing, but it gives me hope that it doesn't have to be like this.
What a great song. I heard the spook school for the first time yesterday when I was looking for Christmas songs. I think Donna Ramone actually turned me on to him via her partner's Christmas song Spotify playlist. Thank you, Donna. Also, little shout out to Matt McCracken and Al Quint for sharing their Christmas playlist with me. They did help me find some songs for this episode. Thank you all. Yes, happy, happy day, happy Christmas to you all. Krampus, what is a Krampus? Anyway, I have an idea that it's this kind of demonic-looking German goat-legged monster that steals bad children at Christmas time and eats them, something like that. Well, I'm here to educate and entertain, so why don't I educate and entertain you a little bit and we'll learn a wee bit about the Krampus. The Krampus is of Alpine origin, possibly dating back to pre-Christian times. It's likely that the Krampus is a form of the old horned god, a figure in witchcraft and Wiccan lore that represents the male half of the goddess-slash-horned god duality. The Krampus does kind of look like a two-horned, goat-headed and goat-legged devil-faced beast. The horned god represents nature, wilderness, sexuality, hunting, and the life cycle. Kind of like Pan or Pan, the Greek god, right? We're definitely more concerned with the Germanic or Alpine spirit and what it gets up to around Christmas in this case, though. The Krampus is kind of a helper of Santa Claus or St. Nicholas who passes out minor treats to good children and punishments and worse to bad children. A bundle of birch sticks is one of the symbols of the Krampus, which he will use to beat bad children senseless with. Yes, not so nice if the kid has not been so nice. The Krampus is also portrayed being wrapped in chains, which represents the Christian view of binding the devil. The typical Christians, they took a symbol of nature, sexuality, and life. They bound it together, bound it up, controlling it and nullifying it. Boring. And also a method of showing control over nature and the world and everything else. It's a bunch of bullshit, right? Sometimes the Krampus does have a basket strapped to its back in which it will stuff the naughty children and cart them off to a death by drowning or eating them. Oh, yum. Or Krampus will just cut out the middleman and take the bad kids straight to hell. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Fucking Krampus is coming to town. Let me in. The hell is that? Okay, hang on. I'll be right back. Let me see who or what is at the door. In the meantime... Why don't you listen to a song by Peter and the Test Tube Babies called I'm Getting Pissed for Christmas. And this song is about something I'd much rather be doing right now rather than talking about the Krampus. Christmas! 
Well, apparently the Krampus stopped by this Christmas special of the Bobcast and no one got carted off to hell. I'd call that a pretty good Christmas. Yeah. Speaking of a good Christmas, that is going to do it for this episode. I have to still wrap my wife's presents, and it is Christmas Eve, so I better get busy. Happy Christmas, happy holidays, happy days to you all, and to all a good night. Thanks to all the bands in this episode, Lousy Advice, Carnage Inc., Watt Tyler, The Spook School, Peter and the Test Two Babies, and coming up, The Humpers. Thanks to my kid for helping out with the Krampus part. Yeah, he's a natural, right? Yeah. Thank you for listening, always. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the Bobcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's one last festive song for this most festive of days. The Humpers with their version of Run, Run, Rudolph. Happy Christmas to you all. Thanks for listening.